Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen from all around the world. Thank you for attending another broadcast of Drink Your Fucking Water Radio. I am Alan Lemp, and I have my very good friend Rob Renoso here for another episode of Anti-Politics Podcast. Rob, how you doing today, bub? Dude, I'm good, man. I just absolutely smashed the shit out of some pulled chicken that I made. Carolina style, mm. Carolina barbecue style. Some coleslaw and pickles on there to throw it up. I to to mix it up. I put it on a croissant. <laughs> it's fucking great, those, dude. It was great. And for for those of you that grew up with American pie, he does not mean smashing it like that. He means actually eating it. <laughs> I say some weird shit. Sometimes people <laughs> people take it the wrong way. Yeah, I got yeah, a, especially yeah, especially after I moved from like Illinois to Ohio. Certain things are different, and I say things, and people look at me like, "What the fuck did you just say?" <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, I mean, you. I mean, so for those of you that don't know, I mean, obviously, Rob and I both live in Ohio, but we're opposite ends of the spectrum of Ohio. He's northeast, I'm southwest, um, and we actually got to hang out yesterday and have some dinner with our families and everything. And we were we were talking about barbecue and this kind of stuff, and and regions of food and how food is so regional and. and and not to take take away from this, we'll jump back to it, Rob. But we definitely, I think, need to talk about how regional food is for your your selection of area. I think and uh, how that how that relates to politics. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think the rest of the, the 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 states are concerned as as I am as well. But what you guys are doing to Chile down there? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well. I can tell you right now, there. If I'm ever constipated, there are two places I go: either McDonald's or Skyline. Oh my god, dude! They put what do they do? They put chili on top of spaghetti, right? Is that what it is? Well, first With like of a all, copious amount of cheddar cheese, like a mountain, dude. Like, like a mountain. It's. I mean, don't <laughs> knock it till you try it. Like the chili's delicious. I don't eat the chili. And the spaghetti, I only eat the conies, like if I eat them. Um, and I, I used to eat them a little bit too much, which made me have to pull back on the chili dogs and the barbecue for a little bit. But anyway, um, they're they're delicious if you like that kind of thing. Cincinnati chili is a little bit different. It's a little bit sweeter. It's got cinnamon in it, so it's it's a whole different kind of meat sauce idea. But Cincinnati's weird on its food concepts. Period. Like we have a really Amish and Canadian influence here, along with like Backwood and Kentuckian. Like there, there's just not a whole spectrum of restaurants around here and food options that you would find in a normal big city. Like normally you go to a big city, you're like, hey, I got a bunch of Chinese or Japanese or Korean or barbecue or this or that option. You just don't, you don't have it down here. You don't, you don't especially when it comes to barbecue, it fucking sucks. Um, there's like 
maybe two or three places I've been in the city. That's good. But even then I walk away going, I, I could do it better. Um, but when we were having this conversation last night, it got me thinking, um, food being so regional and, and so micro, right. Um, where it comes down to really sometimes the County or just the township or city that you live in really shows how the government was originally supposed to be constructed and where the power was supposed to be. Nobody ever tells any city or town that you need to have these restaurants in there, right? It only happens if there's demand for it and enough demand. And that's exactly how the powers of government were supposed to be. The local government was supposed to have the most power. As you work your way up, the power is supposed to deplete little by little, right? Getting up to the federal government, the president, the president is supposed to be more of a figurehead just to make sure the government was running correctly as far as the entire country goes and not spending trillions of fucking dollars um, and approving that and accidentally thumbing $6 billion over to Ukraine. But <laughs> that's that's how it was supposed to go. And I think the food regions, the, the regions that you see of like pockets of like, hey, we got a ton of like Nepali food here. We got a ton of ne Mexican food here, whatever it might be. It, it shows you the regions of it shows you a little bit more of like the community there. Right. The, the political aspect of what people are looking for in that little pocket. And I wish I wish we could divide politics by food regions. <laughs> it'd be a lot different to tell you that because uh when it comes to food that's like the entire community agrees on pretty much the same shit like oh yeah that's dude, that's great you know um dude can can you imagine if our debate stage was a burger an enchilada and <laughs> some chicken wings like arguing over what we need for our federal government <laughs> jesus christ that's like that's like some VeggieTales shit right there, but I'm, I'm I mean it, it makes sense though, right? Like it really we shows already, the culture. We already have idea. enough vegetables and food items in office, dude. <laughs> we're we're look 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 we're leaving the carrots and celery sticks out of the chicken wing debate. All right, <laughs> <laughs> only the chicken wing will step on stage and actually go after this, but. I think if people start thinking of this in different ways of different divided politics, but also different divided communities, different mindsets, different cultures, right? I think food is probably the most applicable way to approach everybody. Everybody fucking eats. Everybody loves good food. And if you start looking at it that way, you can start understanding why we as anarchists and libertarians, we fight for local government power more than anything else why we fight for our communities why we fight to help build up our communities because if you understand the food and the regions and the culture going on there you're going to understand everything else better yeah i see and, that and if i can see that yeah because food is like a really really big indicator of culture uh, they're, mm -hmm. they're pretty much intertwined and uh an area that yeah you could you could see it plain as day you go to a an area that's that's more uh populated like you get closer to major cities the food starts to become more diverse and that tells you that there's a lot of different cultures there that are living with each other you know they're not they're not living separated from each other you know like their their neighborhoods are intertwined with each other 
they each have their own little corner, but you can't get anywhere in that city without passing through every single neighborhood. And that's like the main point that Alan is trying to make here. So as, as we try to like uh, bring down the divide, you know, we always have to consider that no matter what our personal beliefs are, we always have to go through life and interact with every other type of belief out there on a daily basis. We're surrounded by it. You know, we may not talk mm-hmm. to other people about our own ideals all the time, but they're there. You know, you, you might not ever know. You could go, you could go months, years, a lifetime without, you know, ever knowing somebody's personal beliefs. And one day you're like, Oh, I didn't know you believed that, you know, like, does it, does it change anything? Like it fucking shouldn't because, uh, you know, obviously you've, for however long it's been you've been in a, a consensual relationship with that person right you've always consented to uh their association with you and vice versa mm-hmm. yeah one of my favorite videos i've ever seen when it comes to the subject was back in 2018 where it was a maga hat and he was sitting there eating tacos bitching about mexicans um talking about how they need to build the wall and this dude was shoving tacos in his mouth faster than he could fucking breathe. And I'm like, dude, you you can't take part of a culture and say, this is great, but the people of that culture are horrible. And I'm just going to mass assume. Can't do it. It's not, it's not how it works. Either you allow the cultures to assimilate and you voluntarily associate with each other the way you want to, or you don't but you don't take bits and pieces and just decide who you can shut out after that. Like it it was the, the only time I screamed culture appropriation. Hmm. And it it, honestly, it pissed me the fuck off. Hmm. Um, But I, I, I digress. I digress because we can, we can all learn a lot through each other and come together with food. I think food, like we've talked about with episodes, we talked the barbecue. Food is the ultimate just denominator that brings people together. If you yeah. love this food, you come together, you can come together like family, and you can eat it like the culture eats it and come together that way. Yeah. Or however else you want. But if, if you're going to enjoy it, enjoy the people of it too. Like learn the culture and learn your community, the people that are around you, and embrace it. Yeah, and that's gonna be really you can be really surprised by the people you meet and who you make friends with. Exactly. And that's that's what American culture is all about. American culture is all inclusive. It's it's for everybody. Uh, I think I think we all know that, you know, it's anybody can sing an American song, eat American food, have a barbecue, have a block party, um, get together a neighborhood watch, you know, build their community and other aspects. It all goes together. That's what uh mm-hmm. that's what being an American's about. It's for everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's get back to that melting pot mindset that nobody ever talks about anymore. Well, I mean, you know, like up. I, I gotta <laughs> I gotta like a I gotta take that a step further, actually, beyond the melting pot. We're we're not we're not actually a melting pot. You know, like we all we all have our like personal beliefs and our personal uh cultures that we carry with us and it doesn't mix with other cultures. It really doesn't but we exist alongside each other like a puzzle board uh, mm-hmm. without, you know, being, and if we weren't a puzzle board, then we wouldn't be the USA because USA is the whole thing put together. But each one of us is a piece in that puzzle board. So we can't be the US. We can't be the USA 
unless we fit together. And that's that's yeah. that's the real beauty of our country right there. Yeah, and, and we're not making a reference to Jigsaw the Clown. No. <laughs> um <laughs> just to be clear. No, this is um, this is a this is a this is a good old fashioned American love story here. This ain't no this ain't no fucking psychopathic no haunted kill house, haunted kill house <laughs> bullshit. None of that. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. No, no. Learn, learn to love your neighbors or leave them alone. I mean, that's yeah. really what it is. Like, don't, don't, don't be playing games with people. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, UFA, UFO. Um, but anyway, Rob, do we want to talk about how the federal government just knew that submarine blew up, supposedly blew up, um, with people in it? For like three or four days before they let everybody know. There's do we some want kinda, to go down that? Do we want to go down that path? Yeah, they kind of held that that transmission silent for a long time. Um, hmm. yeah. I think honestly, stuff of that nature should be made public, you know, right away. Yeah. As soon as as soon as they understand that it's not a threat, which I can pretty much guarantee you that's going to be pretty uh, more 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 fast than three days, faster than three days. <laughs> Um, well, really, really terrible tragedy that happened out there. These are people that, uh, according to the company, people that booked their their expeditions are just like every every everybody from like lottery winners, people who saved up their entire lives because that's what they wanted to do. And finally, found the opportunity, and rich people who who won't even question spending two hundred fifty grand, which is what it costs to go down there. And uh, like one of the ladies, and uh, I haven't confirmed whether or not this woman was on this expedition but uh she had gone like five times and five times the expedition was scrubbed uh because something happened and uh they're they're really kind of making this out to be um like oh you know it's that's part of the that's part of the experience you know like it's hard and it's adventuresome and you know things could go wrong but you know reports i mean of this company I mean, I indicate that they don't have the best <laughs> safety record of course they do have some state-of-the-art equipment that were uh, that was on that that was on that vessel but um there mm-hmm. were other parts of that ship that people were like uh scratching their heads over I, I'd, I'd say sketchy at, at best i mean i don't know about you but i love when part of the experience when I go down in a submarine is it implodes. I've done it like three <laughs> or four times. Um, it's it's fantastic. And I also love how the $30 Logitech controller just happened to be in whole piece at the bottom of the ocean. Right. Like something screams a little fishy. Hey, by the way, while this was going on, they're telling you they were fucking dying of oxygen, running out of oxygen. Guess what happened to Hunter Biden? He got a slap on the wrist. I think that's bullshit. Um, look at all the other people out there who've been hit with the federal firearms charge and they've been had the entire fucking book thrown at them, their entire life ruined over typically something mm-hmm. fucking stupid because um, they don't really understand that these are just law-abiding citizens who are trying to do the good thing. Uh, and here's fucking Hunter Biden, the head pedophile, with child porn on his fucking laptop engaged in shady business dealings 
commits a federal firearm offense Mm -hmm. and can still walk around with a firearm. He could still, he could like that's that's a classic case of laws for thee, uh, but not for me. And guess what else would happen during that time? Impeachment papers. They are literally about to try to impeach Biden now. That happened during that time, too. I saw that. I saw a few politicians submit papers. And what else happened? The news came out that we accidentally gave Ukraine $6 billion extra. And then (laughs) they just happened to have a revolt right after that news was made in Russia. An uprising that lasted two whole days. It was a, it was a great civil war. Have you seen? That'll go down as the best civil war ever. Have you seen the the videos of? Um, so there's like the like a Russian state media uh, reporter or whatever is out there on the street, and um, there's citizens that are walking up like holding signs. So the, the first lady, the video that I saw, the first lady was holding a sign. It was like immediately carted away by. Uh, operatives of some age, Russian agency and uh, then another lady walks up she's like hey like like can I talk can I give my opinion can I tell what I think and I was like yeah yeah you can you can say what you what you think and um, and she's she she talks about um, she's leading she's essentially leading up to like condemn Putin for what he's doing mm-hmm. and and uh, the reporter's like oh you know interesting mm-hmm and like as the, as this is going on, she like starts to like actually say what she wants to say, and as soon as she fucking like opens her mouth, she gets fucking carted away, and another lady comes up, and the same thing happens to her. And this 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 reporter is just like chill the entire time. He's just chilling, like uh huh, like yeah, mm-hmm, I see. And it's it's just yeah. fucked up, dude. <laughs> it's, it's fucked fucking up. Fish fishing bait, dude. It's like the Queen of Hearts off with her head. Yeah. Um. Like it's just it's fucked up. They're really like, oh, are you to set it? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, obviously the safe space. Come, come, say whatever the fuck you want. Don't yeah. worry about these uh, the, the police over here that are watching you and listening to everything you say. Um, it's all good. I promise. It's just it's it's fucked up, but it, it's it's a psyop all at the same time too. And I, I made a post the other day um, about how I was disappointed with people like not focusing on their community. And focusing so much on the memes for the sub, too. Because the sub was obviously a psyop. They used it to distract us away from a lot of big shit that was going on that week. So we just wouldn't even see it, wouldn't notice it, just sweep this shit under the rug. And, you know, I fucking love our meme shit posters. I love it. But when they recognize a good psyop, sometimes you all need to just stop because you're... you're doing what they want you to do. Yeah. You're continuing the distraction, right? You know, we're having the distraction on, on regular media, mainstream media with this. They're saying, Oh, they're running out of oxygen. Then the meme posters are making the, the, the memes that that they do making fun of the whole situation and everything. But in reality, there was probably nobody on that fucking sub. They fucking probably had a fucking bomb to blow that shit up. And this was a fucking just planned distraction the entire time. It could have That's been. the reality of it. It could have been. Yeah, and, I I always consider that like like if are they just like being opportunist, opportunistic and taking advantage of things that happen, or are they actually 
because they have a, a pretty good grip on the media. Like you can't, t- you can't deny it. Like there's been videos put together where, especially over the last three, four years here where we've been dealing with um, literally state media, you can just see it. Uh, mm-hmm. They overlapped videos with that, that. I think they showed it on Rogan and they overlapped That's videos it. from like 20 or 30 or whatever, however many news channels and they're basically saying the same exact thing over each other at at, when it comes to a certain point it's 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 yeah they they keep adding they keep adding the squares and they keep overlapping the the sound on it it's the same fucking thing yeah that one 100 and i mean if people are like oh yeah well that's probably not what happened like the timing is too fucking perfect nobody is in that area of the fucking ocean on regular basis Mm -hmm. nobody is the Coast Guard knew days ahead of time, and they were told by the White House to shut that information down until they're ready to release it. So please tell me one reason why not to think this is all a big fucking setup. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this company's been doing this for a long time, right? They're not the only company that does it. But why was there so much media coverage leading up to this They have to begin with? They have just Why enough, would, the company. There's like just enough doubt in the air that the company could like be unsafe, and they're what they're mm-hmm. doing is unsafe. There's just enough, you know, to to make them uh, credible danger to their customers. Mm-hmm. Just yep. enough. It, it's just right. It's a planned psyop, and people totally like. I mean, the memers, the shit posters. I love you guys. But when you recognize this bullshit and you promote it and you're not promoting the stuff that they're covering up, you're adding to the psyop, you're adding to the distraction. That's a big issue. We have to start incorporating the stuff they're covering up into the memes that are shitposting about it. That is the only way we can move forward with this and start really pushing what they're doing. Is you're showing the psyop they're trying to push, and you're showing the stuff that they're trying to keep depressed and cover up. That's, you got to do both. That's that's what you call a sub sandwich, baby. Oh yeah. yeah, sub sandwich, fucking wrapped up to go. Mm. And fucking. my best macho man, Randy Savage voice. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, shit, man. We went from culture to submarines, um, food and psyops. <laughs> Quite the episode. Wish we had more time to talk about this kind of stuff more. There's certainly been some interesting stuff like this submarine that's popped up in, in the news recently. Uh, but even more interesting are things like Hunter Biden getting off with a slap on the wrist. Uh, Joe Biden lawyering up. You know, why does he need a lawyer if he didn't do anything wrong? And uh, mm-hmm. we're coming up on this election and it's heating up and yep. I can't wait to see what happens. And it's, I'm sure it's going to be a spicy year, just like it was four years ago. It's going to be spicy on the media. It's going to be a big old distraction, divide and conquer. Oh, fuck y'all. Um <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what it's going to be. But the the one person I, I'm looking forward to actually watching during this entire thing, because to me, he looks like a libertarian running out of the Republican Party is 
uh, Vivek Rameshwamy. And everything I've read about him, everything he's pushing is libertarian. And the fact that he's running the Republican ticket, oh, he's going to get on the debate stage on the Republican primaries because of that. He's got a big enough following already. RFK so is a little interesting, too. I mean, he's he is running as a Democrat. Um, not really a big fan of what he says about guns. But, uh, I mean, one time when he was questioned about guns, he he's like, he's flat out said just, you know, we have a mental health problem. It's not the guns. And I kind of appreciated mm-hmm. that. It's very, it's very... He's he's uh very critical of the establishment as well. He he's he's very he's a Kennedy. He's a Kennedy. You could just could tell everything that that he that he does and his whole style is mm-hmm. you know classic Kennedy. And it's it's interesting to see today. I, I, I would I would love to see a debate between um, is it Vivek or Vivek? Do you know? It's, uh, I um uh, I know a gentleman with the same name and he pronounces it Vivek. Okay. So I would love to see Vivek and, and Robert on a debate stage going at each other, because I think at the end of it, they would probably realize we should be good running partners together. Yeah. I could see that. And I, I think if that happened, we'd actually have the, uh, the chance to change some, uh, debate and voting laws on things for third fourth and fifth parties and things like that because they both stand for both those things they they want more parties they want more opinions they want more voices um from at least what i've read if i'm wrong please just put comments when we post this and let me know Mm -hmm. i could be wrong i'm i'm a person i'm a human um but I, i think that would be the the best way other than the libertarian party getting a 5% vote um, of creating real change in this country. The fact that we have two parties is ridiculous. We've talked about this before, but it's fucking pathetic. It's fucking ridiculous. And it's honestly, it, it should be revolting to all of you. If you think that there are only two types of people in this entire country, and you're going to ignore that 65% of the people in this country don't vote for a fucking reason, then you're lying to yourself on a lot of stuff in your life. And I I think you should probably get some counseling to a certain extent because no two ways will ever satisfy the entire country of this aspect. We need as many parties as we can get. We need as much representation as we can get. And that's if you believe in government and want to have that kind of stuff happen. But if if you do believe in government, you think they actually represent the people, you should have as many representatives of the actual people as possible and not being adhered to party lines. We should have as many parties as possible. Plain and simple. And with that, I'll leave Rob with the outro. We always love having you here with us on the Anti-Politics Podcast, also known as Drink Your Motherfucking Water. Drink that shit. Do your fucking dry fire training. You better fucking dry fire. Eat healthy and exercise. Eat your fucking veggies, motherfucker. And smile at your neighbor. Wave and say hi. Not with your middle finger. Fucking with the whole hand. Get it out there. Fucking shake it loose, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. What's Go up, neighbor? <laughs> We're, uh...
you know, whatever, whatever style you want to do that in, I guess. Oh, <laughs> unless, unless be, you live be, like that. Don't, don't be, don't be scaring people. You want to make friends. Unless, unless you live to that. Every neighborhood has, neighborhood has that one neighbor, that one neighbor that everybody hates. Um, so if you live next to them, uh, then, then yeah, give them the friendly one finger hello. Smile, <laughs> like, smile where you're doing it though. Yeah, make sure you smile. Right. Always, always smile. <laughs> I, mean, I think I, Alan actually, you know, I don't, I'm not sure if that's what they mean by kill them with kindness. <laughs> wow, you know, there's just Be like nice. we talked about, Be just nice. like we talked about cultures and regions of food. There's cultures and regions of hellos, <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> With that, we'll leave you there, and uh, we're real happy you came out to listen to the Anti-Politics Podcast once again. My name is Robert Reynoso. Alan, great to sit down with you again today, and we will see you next time on the Anti-Politics Podcast. Take care. They'll have bombs in